0: Well, good morning. Uh, I'm just about to continue the uh, commentary on the secret of the golden flower. My apologies. Blank there. Uh, Dr. Jung's commentary. So I thought I would put up a new podcast, uh, mainly because it was actually something that I wrote for a friend. It's a lot of quotes, so it's fairly quick and simple, but it gets across a point um that I thought was important that we all understand. <sighs> Discomfort. Um, we all tend to separate the somatic experience from the you know the psyche, the psychological experience. Here's an example where I tried to blend the two. Long story short, we tend to think um, physical improvement, right? Um, exercise requires uh, discomfort to achieve the, uh, the desired outcome. Yet we don't seem to understand that the same truth applies to psychological improvement, change of state, uh, bettering yourself, self-improvement, uh, understanding, wisdom. So I want you to listen for not just talking about being uncomfortable physically, But mentally, the idea is also uh, what I've talked about. Faith also comes with doubt. There's your discomfort. Faith is not knowing. And that's what scares many people away because they don't have that commitment and devotion and the confidence required. And as what seems to be coming out in science now, that the greatest uh, predictor for success might actually be An individual's ability to weather a storm or um, willingness to challenge new experiences. So on that, let me just go ahead and read it. Here is where I returned to the being uncomfortable as the optimum state for the human creature. We either grow or we atrophy. They are only riddles to those without the insight to understand. We are already complete. We are perfected nature. Thus, we must get out of our own way to understand, not expect others to lead us. Like the finger pointing to the moon, it points to the path. It is not the path. As Nietzsche said, we would be gods if not for our baser nature. The gods are dead because we killed them with lack of faith. We created these images ourselves as the ideal. Then we turned ourselves away from the ultimate. As David Goggins says, Navy SEAL, an extreme marathoner, he says, How are you to know your true potential until you challenge your status quo? And that wimp deep down inside, keeping that beast down, that's your true evolution. That's what's keeping you from manifesting. It's easier to accept the fact that you're not good enough. We all have a lot more than we think we have. Now that's the actual quote from Goggins. I was paraphrasing before when I was talking about manifesting. I'll go on with some quotes. Suffering is a test. That's all it is. Suffering is the true test of life. It's David Goggins again. Life is one big tug of war between mediocrity and trying to find your best self. That's David Goggins. off the top of my head, I might remember my favorite Hemingway quote that it's not nobler to be better than your fellow man, but only nobler to be better than your previous self. And I go on with my favorite quote from Goggins. The most important conversations you'll ever have are the ones you'll have with yourself. You wake up with them, you walk around with them, you go to bed with them, and eventually you act on them, whether they're good or bad. We are all our own worst haters and doubters because self-doubt is a natural reaction to any bold attempt to change your life for the better. You can't stop it from blooming in your brain, but you can neutralize it and all the other external chatter by asking, what if? That was Goggins, right? What if? There's that great doubt, but with faith. What if? And I go on. This might be one of my favorites. Faith is lost in the West, not a faith in God. Faith in oneself, as Goggins and Nietzsche want to teach us. The missing piece is doubt. Ignorance is transformed to doubt. With faith in your path, whatever that may be, if guided by compassion, and care, you can awaken knowledge, gnosis. Understanding and liberation, that does begin with the self. The self is the greatest barrier and the greatest tool to this awareness that releases us from our burdens. And I go on with a quote from Nietzsche. I teach you the Ubermensch, man is something that shall be overcome What have you done to overcome him? All beings so far have created something beyond themselves. And do you want to be the ebb of this great flood and even go back to the beasts rather than overcome man? What is the ape to man? A laughingstock or a painful embarrassment? A man shall be just that for the ubermensch. A laughingstock or a painful embarrassment. I love that. The ubermensch is us. We created our... Images of perfection, our ideals, um, and forgot that they were us. And I go on. Companions, the Creator seeks, not corpses, not herds and believers. Fellow Creators, the Creator seeks, those who write new values on new tablets. Companions, the Creator seeks, the fellow harvesters, for everything about Him is ripe for the harvest. Fellow creators, Zarathustra seeks. Fellow harvesters and fellow celebrants. What are herds and shepherds and corpses to him? That's from Thus Spake Zarathustra, Frederick Nietzsche. I One of my favorites. And I go on. I need pure, smooth mirrors for my teaching. Upon your surface, even my own reflection is distorted. Many a burden... Many a memory weighs down your shoulders. many an evil dwarf crouches in your corners, and there is a hidden mob in you too. Although you are high and of a higher type, much in you is crooked and malformed. There is no smith in the world who could hammer you straight and into shape for me. You are only bridges. May higher men than you step across upon you. So I go on and give a little mention that I'm a big fan of the Overman translation. I prefer Superman or Uber, greater or above, and Munch, man, human, to be better than what we give ourselves credit for. Surprise yourself with what you can do. You are the divine power. You drive your destiny, and your choices impact the entirety of the universe. I spent the previous day thinking about this discussion and um and everyone's connected to a little bit of research i had been doing about the mouse utopia project the national institute f- uh, for mental health did a long-term study john b calhoun gave mice everything they needed no stress no wine were they happy? No. No, they were not. They stopped breeding. It became what the doctor called the beautifuls. I preened. Not much else. He posited, 40 years ago, we had two possible outcomes as a human creature. A globalist tribalism without any evolution. Trapped. Or a slow decline, like the mice. Spoiler. They all died off, no matter what he did. Here is where I returned to the being uncomfortable as the optimum state for the human creature. We either grow or we atrophy.